Welcome back to Tip of the Spear with your Missoula County Commissioners. I'm Josh Slotnick, and I'm here with my fellow commissioner, Juanita Vero. Unfortunately, Dave Strohmeyer is not with us this week. I think he's part of a state program ensuring that big game in Central Montana are not lonely. Today, are joined by Jim Hicks, the executive director of Hope Rescue Mission. Thanks a lot, Jim, for coming to talk with us. Straight away, uh, can you give us some background on the TSOS, the Temporary Safe Outdoor Space? That is what you are publicly known for these mm -hmm. days. What is it, and, and uh, what are the goals of the TSOS? It was started as a measure to help people achieve a level of stability so that they could move forward. We wanted to get them into a place where we could have wraparound services. They wouldn't have to worry about getting to their case manager. Their case manager could come to them. We could have mental health professionals come. We could have physicians come. What surprised us most importantly was they just needed a place where they could leave and come back and not have their stuff rifled through. Mm -hmm. And then for somebody just to look at them and call them by name mm. and say, we're for you, it just mentally help them to say, not everybody's against you. So we're talking about temporary housing in one space altogether for people who had been unhoused, people who were homeless, yeah. essentially. Yeah, correct. It was stood up with CARES Act money and partnerships, Missoula County and United Way. And that really helped us to get to where we are today. I remember a guy the first winter, I mean, we started in January, right? The guy climbs out of his tent. It's about 20 degrees, snow on the ground. He stretches and says, that's the best night's sleep I've had in years. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. So just that little bit of stability helping them move forward. Say more about that, about how housing or that sense of housing is foundational for someone to get back on their feet. We look at housing as being our home, right? They look at housing being somewhere where they can be stable. And at some of the urban campings, it was anything but stable. So even with these tents, even with someone being there to greet them in the morning, to help them, how do you need help? What can we do? That was a path of stability they've not experienced and it helped some of them just to calm down mm -hmm. to, to start just to with. Just be able to sleep at night to know that you're not going to be assaulted and to know right. that if you leave, your belongings will be yeah, safe. Exactly. I remember one of the public hearings we did gathering information on the crisis services levy. There was a gentleman who talked about not being in survival mode. And mm -hmm. when he was living out in the world, he was spending all of his time in survival mode and it deprived him of any energy to do anything else. Mm -hmm. What do you think when you hear that? I think of our great camping trips around Montana <laughs> and we pack up our stuff and we have everything to survive. I think how different that would be is if all I had is a blanket and a sleeping bag and I had to walk around to find some place to sleep. And then I had to find something to eat, had to survive right? This was helping them, giving them some tools to survive just to get to a, a, a level of, uh, it's, it's not even our normal, but getting to a level of their normal, realizing somebody's going to walk with them through this, that we're not against them. We want to help them towards housing. So how are, how are you specifically involved with a temporary safe outdoor space? As executive director of Hope Rescue Mission, it's one of our aspects that we have. And so just oversee the, the crew out there, answer questions, <laughs> all kinds of stuff that comes up. And my deal is relationships, right? So building relationships with people. And uh, one guy was interviewed and they, uh, he said, we assume that uh, food 
and something over your head is the most important thing each day. And he goes, yeah, but more than that is if somebody will just be my friend. So when we say wraparound services, so glad for all the team members here in Missoula, but also we have a crew out there that will just sit with them and hear them, talk to them, calm them down at times. Uh, Yeah, just to walk with them. Walking with them, what's an example of a step forward? Mm -hmm. Everyone's different, but can you just help illustrate what you mean by steps forward? Boy, I know that there's so many that's more important than what I'm going to say, but this is the one that pops in my head. Uh, We helped someone get a job, right? And uh, so he was working on his stability so he could save up to go through the voucher process and all of that. And then we noticed that he wasn't going to his job. So you approach him, what's up? Why aren't you going? And he said, I just can't handle going to work smelling. And then it dawned on us, there's no showers. He goes, I don't want people to know that I'm, his words, homeless. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we partnered with the church to get him to showers. I mean, it was just a little thing, but it was big, right? It derailed him because he didn't want anybody to know that he was unhoused. So they just help us, you know, look at basic needs. We have to get these covered. That's really powerful. Thanks. Jim, the TSOS is tucked over kind of by the river, by Buckhouse Bridge. You kind of can't see it. Mm -hmm. For people who've never visited or, or actually had a chance to see it, can you describe what it looks like, what it feels like to be there? Yeah. Um, What it feels like, it actually feels a little bit better and more organized than a fire camp (laughs) in some ways. Because it was set up during COVID, it met all the COVID compliant requirements. The platforms are anywhere from 12 to 16 feet apart. There's all those kinds of uh, regulations that we have. We teach them. They have to be good neighbors. So we have wooden lockers provided for them that they can keep their stuff in. But no more than that. If it spills over... We tell them they have a little bit to get rid of it or we will get rid of it. So just because they have kind of a hoarder mentality, I don't have anything, so I'm going to take everything I can. So help them to pare down and keep and know that they can keep, nobody's going to steal it, in their tent or in that wooden, I just call them foot lockers, but it's a bin. So, and that they have to clean up, they have to take stuff to the trash, they, you know, just some, some of those basic uh, life skills that we take for granted that they haven't been held accountable to for several reasons. They're just protecting themselves to get them to move forward when they are in housing that they know a little bit more of what that's going to look like. I'll never forget a gal coming back to the office who we got housed saying being in a house is the worst and the best thing that's ever happened. And we're going, what? (laughs) She goes, it's the best thing because I'm in the house. It's the worst thing because I don't know what to do now. I've been separated from my community. I need friends. I didn't realize that mail came every day and I have to do something with that. You know, that she didn't realize there's some mail you can just throw away. There's other mail you have to answer. Again, small things we take for granted that are big steps for them as as folks move forward. So now, like Josh was saying, the current temporary safe outdoor space on Buckhouse south of town is moving in the next few months. Can you talk a little bit Mm. about the new location and what sort of improvements it will have? Yeah, new location is uh, off-Broadway a bit. And the the big thing with a new location, and thank you to Missoula County, is the shelters. These are hard-sided shelters, 100-square-foot shelters with locking doors. In the continuum of care, it's just the next step 
helping folks to learn how to take care of a house. You can lock your door. This is your space you have to take care of. It's, it's going to be a fantastic step in helping people move forward. We're looking forward to and it. And there'll be water there? Or yep. what's the, yeah. What there, are the facilities like? Water, sewer. They will actually have heat and cooling. And a shower trailer on site. A shower trailer on site, offices, different things to, to help them out. It'll be a, a real big uh, step up in, in helping folks move from where they're at into permanent housing. Could you give us a kind of a success story of somebody hmm. who started out at the TSOS? I think you guys have met Sean, but when he first came on the site, in fact, I had a businessman call me because of Sean going, this is the reason we didn't want you out here. Look what he's doing and this and that. And he was a bit of a mess. But as we walked with him, you could begin to see changes. One change I saw is I was out there and he goes, hey, I'm going to Walmart. Do you need anything at Walmart? He looks at me. (laughs) I go, no, no, Sean, I'm good. Thanks. To see where he is now, he was addicted when he came. Now he's clean. He and his wife have a child. They have an apartment. He's got a job. You just see a new level of confidence in him a new level of responsibility that he had no idea that he could do being clean. So it's, there's that side, Josh. The other side of a success story is a businessman who gave me a call one day and said, when you opened up, I opposed you. And he said, but uh, the other day I went out on a dock to kick another, his word, homeless person off the dock. I went out in the morning to wake him up and get him off the dock. And he said it was an employee. It was an employee that hit some rough times, and now he was out of his house and had no place to sleep, so he came to the dock. He asked if we would help him. He says, I want to do this anonymously. Uh, can, can you help me help him? And, and we did, because this is what he said. This is a great kid. This is a valuable employee, and I want to help him. And then the next thing he talked about is, this brings the whole homeless issue to my front door. And he goes, I'm, I'm not against what you're doing now. You know, both on, the, on the, the resident side of those that come and stay at TSOS and those that we're working with in the community, as they can see transformational development, that's what this is about. It's not leaving folks where they are, but building that relationship to carry them forward. That's so important and so powerful. I'm glad mm-hmm. you shared both those. Mm-hmm. Have, we, um, have we missed anything? Anything that you want listeners to know? Uh, Yeah, you know, the greatest determiner of how you will treat somebody is your first opinion of them, right? And one thing that this has helped me do the past couple of years is instead of saying, what's wrong with you, is to say, what happened to you? And it just changes everything. So if it's a person on the street, I just always try to get their eyes just to know I'm not looking through them, past them, or not wanting to see them. But can I catch your eyes? And somehow can we sit down and say, what happened? Tell me your story. Because that, for us, that, again, about building those relationships and seeing that transformation, that's, that's what it's about. Well, we're so fortunate to have you be part of this. Mm-hmm. I'm fortunate, Josh, to be a part of it. So I do want to let everybody know that the uh, Temporary Safe Outdoor Space is a service that we funded with one-time money from the federal government, and it's part of the uh, crisis services levy, which is on the ballot this November. If you want any more information about that levy and the programs it could fund, uh, visit MissoulaCountyVoice.com. You can get all kinds of details. 
And uh, before we close, can you share with us, Jim, a, a good book you've read or nugget of wisdom you've come across recently? Well, Juanita, the, the, the book I would recommend is the one you recommended to me <laughs> <laughs> that I've really enjoyed and I keep going back to is The Body Keeps the Score. And that's just been so helpful. I love to read. So th- that's just been so helpful in the kind of the big picture of helping people get from where they are walking beside them to some of that what happened to you type comes through that. Yeah, that book had a big impact on mm. me, so I'm glad you read it. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. Thanks a ton for stopping by today. Oh, you bet. Glad to. Thank both of you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Tip of the Spear podcast. If you enjoy these conversations, it would mean a lot if you would rate and review the show on whichever podcast app you like. And if you know a friend who would like to keep up with what's happening in local government, be sure to recommend this podcast to them. The Tip of the Spear podcast is made possible with support from MCAT, better known as Missoula Community Access Television, and our staff in the Missoula County Communications Division. If you have a question or topic you'd like us to address on a future episode, email it to communications at missoulacounty.us. And to find other ways to stay up to date with what's happening at Missoula County, go to missoula.co slash county updates. And thanks for listening.